Hey everybody, this is Rated M for McPhail. I'm Audrey. I'm Erin. And you are listening to our first ever bonus mini episode. Mini episode. We're very excited. Today we're going to be talking about Beauty and the Beast, the 2017 version. Back to the Beauty and the Beast. Yep. Yep. See what I did there? (laughs) Callback to a former recording (laughs) that's never going to air. Anyway. (laughs) Did you just do an in-joke to a recording error from a minute and a half ago? (laughs) Yes, I did, because it's also... A remake, pretty much a shot for shot remake of the 1991 Beauty and the Beast. So it is back to Beauty and the Beast, back to the Beauty and the Beast. And look, I uh, I didn't have high expectations going into this as much as I loved the cast. It was like Emma Watson is basically just like just Belle in real exactly life. in yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was excited about Dan Stevens because I am deeply in love with Dan Stevens. He's very handsome. Um, I thought Luke Evans was going to be really good. I thought Ewan McGregor was going to be good. But, like, at the same time, despite the fact that I knew that this voice cast was really good, I was also like, they're not going to be able to do that much with it. Like, it's just going to be kind of a pointless shot-for-shot remake of 1991. What were your, like, expectations going into this? Uh, I didn't have, like, high expectations. It was kind of just, like, I knew I was going to see it. (laughs) I like the story. Obviously, because I like the animated movie. But I was like, oh, you know, maybe it'll be good. Maybe it'll be better than I think it's going to be. But I I was never really on board with, like, the look of it overall. And it was just very, like, CGI. It just felt very, I don't know. Yeah. So I didn't really have, I I, similarly, I didn't really have expectations. But I was just kind of like, oh, I'm going to see it. And I'm going to, I, me, I was with my friend Sarah. And we both legit, like, instantly teared up at the beginning because it was just like oh nostalgia hello yeah uh and a couple more times throughout the movie and i was like really mad because i didn't it it it, the movie on its own did not earn that i think it's just the nostalgia and that we are just being like basically triggered by disney to feel these emotional responses that we feel for a different piece of media so that's fine yeah (laughs) i was i was really just hoping that it wouldn't be embarrassing yeah i don't think it was embarrassing i think it was a production and uh some some things were, i think uh be our guest was like really really good and really cool and they were able to like expand on that and make that like lavish and grand and it is an animated movie but like this is like that on steroids times a thousand so that was cool that was fun all the songs are fun except for the added songs <laughs> Yeah. Which, of the songs to add, why not just take them from the musical? Like, why not do um, Human again? And, yeah. And, uh, you know, actually, they can keep home because uh, Emma Watson, funny story, cannot sing. No, she is hardcore auto-tuned. Very through. noticeably auto-tuned, like, through the movie and in very noticeable contrast with every other person who sings. Except maybe arguably Emma Emma Thompson, I think, was a little bit, but it was not as much as Emma Watson. <laughs> well, you know, here's the thing. I think um, with Emma Thompson, the the song that she sings is not, um, it's, it's not, not like particularly belty. vocally challenging. Yeah. Like, I feel like, I don't know if this is just me, or maybe, I know, I know a couple of my friends, Beauty and the Beast, bell songs are, like, belty. Like, they are, like, you are, these are these like Broadway notes and this range and it's high and it's like you got that vibrato going on 
Yeah. Um, Emma Watson cannot do any of that. So. <laughs> and it's, to me, the fact that it's auto-tuned in an era when I think a lot of movie musicals are all about showcasing people's natural voices, even if they're not stereotypically, like, great voices. Like, we've, we've come to terms with the fact that people in movies don't sound like Broadway stars for the most part, and, like, we're okay with it. So the fact that she's auto-tuned makes me think her, the cuts of her actually singing it had to be really bad. Like, she was hitting flat notes and stuff if they were yeah. going to go to the trouble of auto-tuning it. Yeah. Which is kind of insane to me. Like, I mean, I, not that I would think that you'd be a good singer, but it is, like, remarkable how bad it is. <laughs> Although, a couple of people who I, I was talking to at worst day, the couple of the guys that I work with who saw it were like, oh, I didn't notice it. So I don't know if it's just because we have been singing as Belle for our whole lives. <laughs> it's we were like, possible. This is, this is not what we're trying to imitate, right? Like, I sing her songs in the car every time I'm by myself. Yeah, constantly. Constantly. <laughs> Threw up like, that Disney playlist today. I was like, I was into it. Like, come on. Yeah, no. So, it's, I mean, it's good that Emma Watson is going to give little girls who really can't sing the hope that someday they may star in a Disney musical. So Yeah. <laughs> it's, also, I, mean, I was very distracted. No, I, she's not that good of an actress. No. Um, and I no. guess you can kind of, when she's a kid, but like, I feel like it works for Hermione and she's very earnest and, you know... I don't know. I guess we're, she's younger too. But now I'm yeah. like, oh, this is Emma Watson. Like, this isn't even Belle. This is, and maybe maybe that's not even a, a comment on Emma Watson. Maybe that's just the character is not all there. But it's pretty bad when like a 2D animation like outacts you. <laughs> because yeah. it's inherently flat. And I feel like Emma Watson was just like kind of phoning it in. I don't know. Yeah, you know, I think it's like a combination of things. I think part of it is the fact that Emma Watson's natural character is very similar to to Belle. Like, I think just who she is as a person is really similar to Belle. But she's very at the same active. Time, she can read. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the just only like she's person just this in the village. Nice, I don't know, but <laughs> um, also, it's it's like she. Um, she doesn't bring anything new or interesting to the character. No, like, I, no. I feel like everyone else tried, for better or worse, whether it worked or not, they expanded on the characters a little bit, they added something new, they tried to do things different, and she is just, like, exactly, just the cartoon. note for note, <laughs> exactly the same as the animated version. But not even, like, even less, like, I don't think she's, like, as sassy, like, I don't think that there is any type of, like, the humor is, there's not, she's not really very funny, um, I don't know. Yeah, she was yeah, the weakest part of the movie, I think, which is shitty, because it's Beauty and the Beast, and she is Belle, she's the beauty, it's the main character of the movie. <laughs> Yeah, because for me, when I watch the animated version, I'm all about Belle. Yeah, but in this she's movie, awesome. I am all about the Beast. Like Dan Stevens is like crazy charming in this. He's movie. very good. Yeah, I was um, all about every other character in the movie. Yeah, like I mean, between like it, within the main couple, it's like, and I I feel like this movie did some things that worked and some things that didn't. And one of the things that I think worked was that they used some of the um, extra runtime to sort of like I guess develop their relationship a little bit more yeah um, develop they, they the beast's them, character yeah they give them both really sad backstories which unnecessarily <sighs> don't know if we so, needed that I, think. <laughs> I guess they were trying to add characterization for Emma Watson because like 
there was none. Like, there was not, I don't know. There was very, she was a, a weak character, so they were like, oh, let's make her have, you know, like a, a dead mom from the plague. <laughs> I don't, I don't think that was necessary. Like, I don't think they needed to devote screen time to, like, them going back to where she was to a, a baby. A magic And like, book. oh, the mother died of the plague. It's like, unnecessary. We get it. We get it. Yeah. Also, Kevin um, Klein is in this movie. <laughs> Kevin Klein is in this movie, but he also seems like he's acting in a completely different movie. Yeah, this is... The, I feel like Kevin Klein is in a different movie. Uh, Luke Evans and Josh Gad are in a different movie. They're in the cartoon. <laughs> Emma Watson they're, is in a different movie with no one else. They're real good, though. They're really good. <laughs> should, we, should we talk about that for a sec? Yeah, let's okay. do it. Um, this has been the reaction of my female friends and myself after seeing it. Or like, wow, like... Cool, Gaston's hot now. <laughs> this is this a problem? Maybe like kind of right, but then it's like, oh, is this well, what growing up is? But in in this movie, like Gaston is not as much of a villain for most okay, of it as he was thing, in is, the first. I was texting my friend. I was like, was he like not evil enough? Like I feel like he was way more evil in the cartoon, and I don't know if it's yeah. just because he's like very handsome and charming and a good singer well, and cute no but like in the first one in the 1991 version he makes a lot of misogynistic comments about bell reading and then in this version he's like trying to engage with her and he's like asking her about the book and she's just like oh have you read it and he's like well you know not this one but books and yeah like like he's still pretty vain in this one and i know that's like the the thing is whatever yeah and And he's he's, definitely a jerk he's mean he like punches her dad in the face that sucks and like ties him up to a tree <laughs> yeah i mean like later in the film he definitely goes into oh, the villain God. role because that's what the film requires but but i like almost didn't buy it <laughs> yeah it, it felt like a weird and i i liked how they kind of expanded the character and like made him this a you know war hero yeah yeah ptsd when somebody calls him captain i'm like okay oh yep no i see it i like it I let's like do it they did change some of the lyrics to the song gaston yeah. Um, I don't think Luke Evans is quite thick of a neck. Thick enough for that line. Um, no one's necks is incredibly thick. <laughs> yeah, and every inch of him is not covered in hair. Yeah. I mean, well, we don't know that. Well. From, <laughs> would I have liked to know that? Maybe. Yeah. I, anyway. I, don't um, I did. I liked uh, Josh Gad, but I also felt like he was just, like, playing himself. Like, I did not think that he was, like enough of a character i don't know i don't know yeah but, i mean he was fun and i thought what he did was like he was kind of like poking holes in the, the world which was funny but yeah he also was kind of just like being himself yeah i mean it definitely wasn't a hard role for josh gad to play it was very much in his wheelhouse yeah yeah but um but they were fun yeah. they were like i liked their dynamic but yeah. also isn't it funny that now that gaston is like a war hero and uh, he plummets to his death at the end, as he is known to do. But then when everyone's, like, transformed and everyone's, like, all happy and no one is, like, well, what happened to that guy that we were literally singing about, like, 20 minutes ago? Yeah. <laughs> that guy who, like, saved our village from the war. There's a lot of, like, selective amnesia in this in these films. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I... I don't know. I don't know. That was just something that I thought about because I know that he has like a backstory now too. Oh, oh, also, this is kind of sad and morbid, but uh, when they're singing the mob song, I leaned over to my friend and was like, Trump's America, am I right? 
because it really it's easy to whip people up into a frenzy and it, blame the outsider uh, illustrates uh crop mob mentality perfectly and is very scary and also you know the scariest part of beating the beast is for me any version of beating the beast <laughs> the asylum person <laughs> The person yeah. from the asylum. Like, yeah. I feel like in the cartoon, he's way scarier because he's, like, green somehow. But in this yeah, movie, he's, he's got, also like, really pretty scary. Eyes. Yeah, yeah. But in this movie, also very scary. So. Um, in this movie, you know what freaked me out way more than I was expecting to? Or maybe not freaked me out, but, like, affected me emotionally when was when... they all, like, died, basically? When they all, like, yeah, froze. And, and like, you could see it throughout the film that it was, like, that the they were getting progressively more less human like inanimate yeah and then at the end they just like turn into whatever and then like the little dog flips over yeah and- the chip um a little kid also this is something i didn't also don't understand and i guess i didn't understand in the animated movie where they all just frozen at the age they were because except for the beast because what I- age was chip when they were like frozen and then years pass right and he's still like a little kid yeah, my understanding is that they were all the same age. Like, they were frozen in time as these objects, and they were not aging. Um, including the Beast? Including the Beast. So this is like an Edward Cullen situation. I Yeah, but I don't <laughs> think it's been that long. No, I think no, no. it's it's only it's been, been like, like 10, 10 years. 20 years. But still, that's pretty messed up. Yeah. That's some once yeah. upon a time shit. Yeah. Or I guess, um, I guess once upon a time is after this because, yeah. But whatever. also, the end of this movie, like, I was sort of thinking about that because I think it's clear that they were supposed to be this, this, they were supposed to stay the same age, but then the villagers all remember them and, like, Mrs. Potts' husband's there. Yeah. And it's sort of like, has he aged since then? Has, yeah. like, everyone because, on the outside has, right? Yeah, it, I mean, I think they all must have because Belle, it's not like Belle suddenly remembered, oh yeah, the prince, once the spell was broken. Um, so it's weird because like, and then Ian McKellen's wife, um, like seemed fairly young. So it's like, yeah. did you guys age? Like what was happening? I don't know. Yeah, I didn't get that either. So it's fine that's there's that those are like minor things that i had issues with in the movie <laughs> yeah um also the comment that she makes at the very end is like how'd you feel about growing a beard yeah i was like oh okay so we're cool with that that's appropriate for a kid's <laughs> movie uh I, I, how did you feel about <laughs> the opening uh i don't like the opening of Beauty and the Beast on its own. Like I don't like the like twinkly like the do 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 do. Like I don't like that part is also scary to me. Um okay. do you mean the face paint? <laughs> I I just mean like the the way that the, they like, showed ball? the the like origin of the beast. Yeah, it was a little hokey. It was a little unnecessary. Also, Stanley Tucci is in this movie. He was. Criminally he was underused, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Also, do you um, remember the Beauty and the Beast Christmas movie where there's, like, that scary organ? I never saw it. Um, you're lucky because the organ is really scary and haunts me to this day. Yeah. And I don't really understand when the movie takes place. I think it's before, I think it's, like, like in the middle of Beauty and the Beast when it's Christmas time because I think yeah, the Beast that's, is that's still a beast. Yeah, that's when it's supposed to be. It's, yeah. like, in the middle. During something um, there. Which, okay, oh, this is another thing that bothered me. 
Why did Belle only have two outfits in the whole movie? She's a poor girl from a provincial town. Yeah, but in uh, the in the animated movie, she gets like that cool green dress and that cool yeah, pink dress. Yeah, I mean, dress. she wears a few different cloaks, I guess. Where did she get the cloaks? She had one cloak know. when she got there. The, the cupboard? I don't know. Yeah, why couldn't she just wear another dress? Mm-hmm. That bothered me. I like Belle's dresses. <laughs> I Although, was... I didn't really like her yellow dress. Uh, it was I, fine. I did not whatever. like those sleeves, man. I Also, I have to... The the horse in this movie, Philippe. Oh, like scary. that horse got abused. Like yeah. it was ridden everywhere. Yep. yep, and just like left outside. Yeah. Um. No, but like back to like to the beginning of this movie, I was like actually sort of let down that they showed you what the beast looked like pre beast <laughs> before the end of the movie. Yeah. I was Spoiler like, alert. so you know I he's hot like- the whole time. Well, it's just, like, I, I feel like part of the impact at the end is just, like, oh, it's the prince. But it's, like, when you show him already, like, dancing around in pre-revolutionary France with all of his, like... People he just, like, you know, pays to be his friend? Yeah, his court. It's just, like, this is silly. And then the way that they, like, they would describe what happened and then they would, like, sort of act it out. It was... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty well, lame, little like, goofy. little goofy. But then when they got to, like, the village, I was, like, all right... We're gonna be fine. <laughs> yeah, I was fine with the movie. I I think. Oh, you know yeah. what? My friend Sarah brought this point up. She did not like that the like the the swooning girls in the town were all brunette, because in the movie they're all blonde, <laughs> and we are both brunettes. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that was one change that we were not particularly happy about. <laughs> oh, you know what I liked in the village. I liked that the library was literally 10 books. Oh, yeah. Because I felt like that was realistic, and it also made the impact of the huge library, like, more impressive. Yeah. And uh, I liked that they made the Beast more, like, they gave them something to bond over, because he makes fun it of really her doesn't for, like, make Romeo sense. Juliet? Yeah, I mean, just, like, that they're, like, that he's, he, he had read books, because it doesn't really make sense for the prince to... Be illiterate? Yeah, like, he's a prince. Like, like he says, he had an expensive education. Like, he absolutely would have had an expensive education. Yeah. So, um, I enjoyed that. There's something else I liked about the village, and now I can't remember what it is. Oh, no, what I didn't like, there were no sheep. She doesn't sing to the sheep in the fountain. No sheep and doing double takes. <laughs> I really like that part of the song, when she sings to the sheep, <laughs> and the sheep takes a bite out of her book. Yep. Um, Her borrowed book. Yeah, no sheep in the movie, so that points are taken off, in my opinion. Yeah. You gotta commit. Gotta get those sheep in there. Um, I really liked Lumiere, obviously, and I could not help but thinking about the prequels. (laughs) And Mm. also wondering, is Obi-Wan gonna be in episode 8? Is he gonna be in The Last Jedi as a Force ghost? He's got that Disney money. He's in that, he's in this Disney property. He needs his own franchise. I need an Obi-Wan franchise. Wouldn't that be cool? Obi-Wan, like, detective. We haven't gotten a, like, noir Star Wars, right? We've gotten our war movie. We're gonna get our, like, buddy comedy. We should get, like, an Obi-Wan, like, Blade Runner. (laughs) We should get an Obi-Wan rom-com, which explains where Rey comes from, because I'm firmly in the Rey Kenobi camp. Oh, actually, that's a good idea. That's, that's fun. Yeah. When Obi-Wan met... Sally. 
<laughs> just, just give just, her just Meg Ryan. Just go with it, just Sally. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely Obi Wan. Obi Wan, actually. Yeah, I felt like the the um all the little objects were good. Like the people that they cast were good for them. I, I like they, they freaked me out though how they moved. Like they, the anim- the out. the CGI and like the design of them was like fairly creepy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't I didn't like that that much. But um, I also didn't like that the piano like was losing teeth. <laughs> oh, I thought that was pretty funny. I was like I I just like have this fear of like you know those nightmares where you're losing teeth? Yeah. Oh, all the time. I hate teeth. Yeah, like that's what it made me think of and I was like, "No." I didn't like that the feather duster was like literally a peacock or like a some sort of bird. Yeah. I didn't like yeah. that. Yeah. It should have just been a feather duster. Right. Like, because it doesn't really make sense if it's a bird. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I didn't like that. And I didn't like when it turned into just an inanimate one. Yeah. Uh, we've covered that. Um, I liked that Belle. Okay. But also this, I was like, oh, this is just stolen from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one, when she has like the donkey doing the laundry. That just made me think of like the sword making place. Yeah. But also I think it was because I saw a preview for the new Pirates movie like right before this. Like that was one of the previews. Which is insane that they're still making them. And basically like rebooting them. Because I don't know if you saw that preview. It looks like there's just like young Will Turner and Elizabeth Swan. Even though it's not who they are. They just like, I would buy it if it was. Well, Johnny Depp's got divorces to pay for. Like he's got to make these movies. (laughs) I guess. It's. I'd he, rather he, he didn't. He lost his artistic integrity uh, about a decade and a half ago, so yeah. I'm not surprised. But uh, Javier Bardem's in this one, so yeah, it's so weird. It's, it's so really weird. weird. I don't even. I don't even know. I can't. <laughs> um, did you? There's also a preview for an animated movie that wasn't Disney, but the girl looks like Anna from Frozen in like her look. Did I, you get that one? I don't know. She, like, wants to be a dancer, and this boy wants to be an inventor. Uh, gender roles. Come on. <laughs> no, I don't think I saw that one. I, I saw one where there was, like, a Mexican guitarist oh kid my who God. goes to the Day who, of the Dead. like, dies? Yeah, yeah, I saw that, that one, too, and I was like, I actually don't know if I can see this, because it already looks too sad. I don't think he dies. I think he goes to, like, the underworld. Yeah, but I think he's gonna come back. Yeah, but, like, I don't know, learn about death? Day of the Dead is not a sad holiday. I know, but it, the way it seemed like it was in this in this trailer, like I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um, anything else about Beauty and the Beast that we should? Where really did you talk land about? on um the the new song that was like just the Beast? Oh. I mean, it was fine, and Dan Stevens is a good singer. I was distracted, though, because he got this, like, very showy number, and Emma Watson was just, like, so flat. Because <laughs> I, that's the only new song that I've heard people say was, like, it was worth fine. adding. Yeah, I mean, I, I was good to give him a little insight, because I, I think a lot of the, like, princess movies are pretty one-sided, and all yeah. the, like, I mean, which is insane to say, in my mind, because, like, every movie is, like, male-heavy, um, but it's good to get, you know, both sides. It's a love story, so you should get both sides. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, oh. So we didn't talk about this. The, um, quote-unquote gay moment. <laughs> oh, my God. Which I was like, is this it? 
is this it? Did it already happen? Did I miss it? Like, <laughs> why? It's... Like, why was that? Why was that? I mean, it was fine. Like, obviously, I don't care. That's fine. You can do that if you want. But it shouldn't be this, like, big, like, wow, we did it, guys. Like, yeah, like, Disney was making such a big deal about it. it. Like, it was this huge, like, revolutionary thing. And it's, like, two guys, like, holding hands and dancing for a second and a half. a frame, I would say. Yeah. And also the whole thing where, like, the wardrobe dresses the guys up in dresses and two of them scream and run away. And the other one's like, oh, thank you. I like it. Yeah. Um, it's not a it great, just felt- it's not, like, tonally great. Because <laughs> it felt like, haha, dudes in, in dresses. Yeah, it it felt like a very dated representation of, like, I don't even know, like, what we would, like, I I don't know, because it's not gay culture, because it's not like every gay man is a cross-dresser, but it's, like, the idea of gay culture in media, but from, like, 15 or 20 years ago. (laughs) Yeah. No, yeah. It was weird. Like, I was like, oh, okay, why do we have to make a big deal about this? And And it's like, like, Disney, if you're going to be progressive, be progressive. Don't use, like, a dated stereotype. Yeah, yeah. Well, because then it was also like, oh, well, guess what? Like, LeFou is gay now. But it's like, all right, great. Like, all right, cool. Like, I don't know. Like, LeFou wasn't gay before. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. So that's fine. (laughs) But I was just like, ugh, why why are they making a big deal about this? Because it's... It's really they not also that. made a big deal about Audra McDonald and Stanley Tucci having the first um, interracial Disney kiss. Oh, I didn't even hear about that. And I didn't which even is, think of that. Which is actually like, that's not true. Like there have been interracial kisses in Disney movies before, but like they made a thing about it because they want to just, they really want to ride that progressive train. Well, um, this movie made a bajillion billion dollars, so. Yeah, well. Adjusted for inflation. <laughs> yep. <laughs> From yesterday. <laughs> so, uh, did you hear about the Mulan live action movie that they're doing? Uh, yeah, that there's going to be no music. Yeah, that there's going to be none of the so, iconic so songs. The thing, is I, I feel like th- for like they did it for Jungle Book and they took it the plot in a different direction. It was not like the Jungle Book Really? And this one was, like, too close to the original, but a few changes were made. So I feel like they either need to pick one or the other. Like, fine, if you're going to do Shot for Shot Remake, do Shot for Shot Remake, but, like, fucking nail it. Or do it completely different and change everything. And then maybe do a couple, like, nods to the original. Or a couple, like, Easter eggs or in-jokes. Or just, like, throw an R2-D2. I don't really care. Um, But I feel like you can't have this, like, halfway thing. That they had going on. I think the issue with the shot for shot remake, especially the way Beauty and the Beast did it, is that it's just like you have such a high level of quality that you're trying to imitate. Like, and if you, even if you are as good as the original, which is nearly impossible to be, like, that's not good enough. Like, if you want to do shot for shot remake like things have to be better than the original for you to get any credit or for it to be considered good because if you're just copying the original movie and it's exactly the same what is the point yeah like it has to be better than the original if you're gonna do shot for shot remake but i don't think this added anything or brought anything well i mean i guess it brought us luke evans am i right uh no just kidding but yeah there's nothing in this version that i prefer to the animated movie (laughs) I think I, I honestly, like, I prefer the characterization of the Beast in this movie. Um, yeah. Because he really isn't in the, in the 1991. He's just, like, gruff. And then yeah, and he gives her a library. Slightly less gruff. 
Um, I like that they kept in the bowls thing. I think that's really cute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, other than that, I don't... Oh, I think oh, any, everything... We, we didn't talk about the book, though. The magic time travel... Atlas? Book? Yeah. The magical um, Atlas. I thought I that it. when she was gonna... When they opened that book, I thought that she was gonna go into, like, Cinderella's castle. And it was gonna be the beginning of, like, the shared Disney universe. <laughs> um... But it didn't do that. It just went to yeah. her sad dead mom. But it anyway, I think like it would have a... been cooler if it was like, that's Cinderella's castle, and that's Maleficent, and <laughs> we're gonna go to China and see Mulan soon. It's like we're playing a game of Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Or like um, in uh, Batman vs. Superman, when Wonder Woman clicks on all those files, and it has like <laughs> a video of the Flash, and like a video of Aquaman. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I thought it was going to be like that. Yeah, I didn't, as it was, I didn't think it was um, very necessary to have this whole subplot of like, this is the magical atlas that the Enchantress also left with us. Like, left to fuck with me. But then like, why would you even open it then? If it was like a torture device. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Very silly. Anyway, that's all I got, I think. I mean, I, I got a lot more probably, but that's all I got for now. Fresh. Yeah. So, what do we think? Thumbs up? Thumbs down? Thumbs firmly in the middle? Thumbs in the middle, but, like, I'm mad about it because I know that I will see every... Probably, I mean, I didn't I didn't see all of Jungle Book. I, like, started it, but fell asleep. Um, I didn't love Jungle Book. But I will see pretty much every... Like, I'm gonna see Mulan. I'm obviously gonna see Lion King. I don't know if I'll see Dumbo. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that. Um, yeah. I didn't see Alice in Wonderland, but I was never really a big Alice in Wonderland fan. Like, the one that was came out a couple years ago with Johnny Depp. Yeah, um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, if they did Hercules, obviously I'd see it in a heartbeat. And I am, like... Hunchback of Notre Dame? Yeah. Def, I'd be into it. Def, def, def. Uh, Pocahontas, probably, which I know that they probably won't even touch because, like... Racial politics. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, but, like, Tangled, Frozen, like, yeah. I, every, I mean, and they're going to keep doing it until they run out, probably. So Yeah. There's no one to stop them. Sucks, like, we're all going to go see it because like, we're slaves. They're in the for machine. us. Yeah, they're for <laughs> us. But it's just frustrating because, like, they're for us and this is the best they could do. Like, we all saw it anyway. They got us. And they got yeah, us again and, in December because of Star Wars. And <laughs> honestly, like, I would be super lying if I said I wasn't going to ever watch this movie again. No, I, I will def watch it again. I absolutely will. I mean, it's it's the same. I mean, I would rather watch the animated movie, but this one will do in a pinch. And I gotta work on my uh, Emma Watson singing impression. I was working on it on the walk back from the movie theater. Ooh, yeah. And it was hard to do because it it's... goes against every uh, car ride sing along that I've ever done in my life. Yeah. <laughs> so every um, dressing room in high school play when somebody just puts it on. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That and Wicked. Those were the CDs that we had mm-hmm. <laughs> in our drama teacher's Definitely. classroom. Those are changing room. Okay, so I think that's that's probably it for Beauty and the Beast for now, anyway. Beauty and the B minus. Oh. the third time I've said that today. <laughs> nice. I'm pretty proud of um, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, one thumb up, I think, is for me. Um, there, yeah. There was a little so, girl in the theater, and she had never seen the original. So I feel like she would love, she loved it, probably. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
Okay. Well, thank you for listening. Make sure that you like and subscribe on iTunes and Google Play Music and anywhere else where podcasts are found. Anywhere on the interwebs. That is where we live. We are actually uh, in the Matrix, and this is a simulation. (laughs) Yep. Sorry for all who didn't know, but you had to learn sometime. All right. Okay. (laughs) Well, (laughs) thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.